This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with NTK Global. Back in the UK. Twice in two days, I've seen you now, Frank. Getting a habit. Getting a habit. Just getting much a habit. Um, yeah, I mean, just had time to kind of let it all sink in and reflect on uh, one of the best weekends for British boxing ever. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think it's an overestimation. It was. It was, a, for me, in my time of boxing, the best performance I've seen uh, at an elite level. Before we come on to Tyson, obviously we've heard some comments from Deontay Wilder yesterday. He gave an interview to Yahoo Sports um, regarding some of the reasons he gave for why he suffered the defeat on Saturday night. And the one that's got everyone talking is the £40 entrance costume, uh, which were weighing heavy on his legs. Frank, can I get a kind of reaction to what you think about that? Well, he's probably just dressing up an excuse, isn't he? That's what he's doing. Those fellas who go to war with them big packs on their back, you see them the soldiers and go down and go like bullet shot at them and going up the hills and that come. It's you know, he's got to come up with something and that's uh, that's his excuse, honestly. Nothing to do with those pillowcases that um Tyson had. But it, I mean it was in the quotes I read from, from Wilder, it was heavily weighted on that fact and Well didn't he what he just put it on the first time that night, he didn't get it fitted and see what it felt like and everything. Well, I just sent it that in that fit sheet. He must have got measured up and everything for such an elaborate costume. But, you know, who cares at the end of the day? I mean, everyone's got an excuse when they lose. And winners never have excuses. He also obviously made some comments regarding um, the assistant trainer, Mark Breland, who was the one that threw the, threw the towel in. And JD, as his trainer, had said that, you know, there was obviously issues regarding that in that Deontay Wilder would have rather have, you know, uh, been knocked out or stopped, you know. Uh, but what, what did you make of that situation, Well, look, Frank? you know, Deontay's a, he's a very, you know, he's, a, he's obviously got, a, you know, he's a very brave guy and he's a, you know, he's a fighter. And I'm sure he didn't want to be pulled out. But sometimes it's got to be taken, the decision has to be taken out of his hands. And I, I think Mike, what Mark Breland did was the correct thing to do. Better to live to fight another day rather than get your career knocked out of you. And I think we mentioned it before. That's what happened with Jeff Lacey against Joe Calzac. And they should pull him out at least three rounds, four rounds before the end of that fight. And uh, he was never the same after fighting um, Joe Calzac. So, me, I, I, I think I think Mark, Mark's a you know, former, former fighter himself, very experienced fighter, Olympian. Um, I think it's the right thing to do. I would have done it. Because what you don't really want is a, is a brave trainer, do you, Frank, in that kind of situation? Well, you know, it is what it is, but I would have put, if it, you know, if it's me, I would pull him, I would have pulled him out. I would have pulled him out. Like I pulled Derek Chisora against uh, Tyson. He was in there for two rounds too long. In the end, I ran round and said, pull him out. Because he, he had no chance of winning it. And all he was was getting, getting, uh, getting a belt in. Well, when you ever get <coughs> wins like this, and I think... Tyson Fury and Team Fury kind of just pointed out on the night, you know, we don't want to hear on Sunday that Wilder was suddenly but a bum. There's always an excuse, and he weren't a bum going in there. Not, not, no, we never made the statistics up. They, they, you know, it's Fox, his network that he works with, Fox and ESPN, come up between what all the stats were, didn't they? You know, the hardest punching heavyweight in, in, in ever. Uh, certainly, I've seen for 35 odd years, whatever it is in the sport. Um, all those things, but 
end of the day, you got beat on the night by the better man. Um, and we don't want excuses. There was no excuses from. There was no. I mean, Tyson didn't even complain about the draw, which he, he should have screened the place down. He didn't. You're right. Actually. He was quite yeah. philosophical about it, and that was it. So, Deontay's a, as I say, he's a proud and brave man, and uh, if they even want to get it on again, then obviously that we're contracted to committee, contracted, committed contractually to do that. Again, from this uh, interview he gave yesterday on Yahoo, he did indicate that the, he would be exercising that clause. So that's his right. Mm. That's his right to do so. And I've seen you've seen made some comments regarding where potentially that could take place, and you've it, mentioned Old Trafford, Frank. I would love to do that, but um, it's it's it, if it does, it'll probably take place in the states. I'd love to do it here, but I think it'll take place. Is in that in the contract that it takes place in the yeah. states? Yeah. Shame we couldn't get that over. Oh, no, you never know. You can try, and we'll see what happens. To it, we'll see. But that's you know, you can only back the contract. So it's like in a perfect and ideal world, we all know what we like to do, but it's what you're contractually bound to do, and that's what everybody entered into to get the fight on. So I mean, his comments regarding kind of suggesting that he will take the third fight kind of puts any talk of Joshua and Fury on hold for the second. Is that probably fair to say? Well, I did say that say that and the fact that you know he's got to fight Pulev and he's got to fight Usyk you know the only way these fights happen is to get everybody together all concerned into a room and try and work something out that's the only way you can do it all parties all contracted parties all people who've got contracts with fighters broadcasters who have contracts with fighters and everybody have to agree with it not just somebody just spouting off doing their usual, spouting off for the sake of it. You know, this is, you know, you deal with the reality of it. So some comments from Bob Aaron saying that the fight would have to take place by July, I think the 18th, but said that it could be pushed towards kind of the autumn. Well, you know, again, that's a, that's a possibility, but it's something, that's, again, that's got to be addressed. Because in an ideal world, we would love to get Tyson on with AJ, because that's the fight everybody wants to see. That's the big one. That's the, what, what it's all about, unifying the belts. That's what Tyson's quest has been from day one. When it comes to it, Frank, how difficult do you think, or not difficult, is it to make that fight? I know you said all the parties have got to sit down, but... A few people have got to park up their egos and understand what it's about for the sport and for the fans and for you know, and the fighters. and the two guys who are getting in the ring and satisfying everybody around them. But at the end of the day, um, I say it's not going to be done through somebody. It's a funny thing. When we, I remember doing an interview with Gary Richardson on, on Radio 5 after a fight. And I was on the programme and Barry Hearn was on there. And Gary, was, I, I made an offer. I said, all this 60-40 nonsense at the time. Let's make the fight. Let's do it. And, it, you know, it got, as always, between me and him, it got, you know, back to the And then he said... I'm not negotiating in public. Any negotiations, we're doing privately. We don't do stuff in... Uh, this is dreadful. BBC, you should be ashamed of yourself for doing this. And here we are again. Yeah, yeah another situation where you know, it changes how they want to do things. But the fact of the matter is, we can, you know, we're, we're, we're <coughs> an open door to do anything. We do. But, you, you know, you look back... 
Tyson Fury took the fight with Wilder. He took it. He did what Anthony Joshua wouldn't do. And they said at the time there was no offers made, etc., etc., and all that boring old stories. But the fact of the matter was, there was an offer made. And it was conceded by Barry Hearn at the end of the day there was an offer made because he made comment about it when they announced the uh, first fight was a draw. He said, thank God we never, never took that offer. Freudian slip. And uh, went to the went to the um, went to the states for the fight. So they had their opportunity. Now they're they're, they're trying to jump up to jump up and make a noise and jump on Tyson's uh, coattails. They had their opportunity. Tyson stepped up to the plate, made the fight, and fought him again. And that's where we are. He's 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 the, he's the number one man in, in the heavyweight division by a mile. I know you've made some comments, obviously, prior to the fighters and, and possibly after the fight regarding splits, etc., etc. but do, do you see this as now, obviously, a complete even playing field, or do you see... It's it an even playing field going into it. It was an even playing field from day one. I've got to be honest, if I was, you know, if you was going to be a real, you know, a, I mean, he needs, he needs, AJ needs Tyson more than Tyson needs him. To be honest, he should get the lion's share. Who went and conquered America? Tyson Fury. AJ didn't. Got badly exposed over there. And that's the facts of it. You know, whatever way you want to look at it. Who's the number one? Who's got the highest profile around the world as a winning fighter? Tyson Fury. Who's got a documentary going on on ITV? Best-selling, you know, best-selling um, uh, sports book apparently. Uh, of all time, 200,000 copies sold, number one on the Amazon Amazon list and BBC's uh, bestsellers. So not BBC, yeah, uh, sorry, Sunday Times bestsellers. So this man is, he's a huge star, WWE star. He's all those things, he's built that audience. Why is he going to the States? Why is he fighting on ESPN? Do you know why he went on it? Because it's the biggest platform out there for any fight at the fight on. They got a massive, he got a massive um, audience. He was seen by a lot of people in America. And that translated to when he got into the ring, even the Americans were cheering him for him against an American fighter. So Tyson Fury is the man. He is the man. He's got more personality than all of them put together. He's the man. So what does Anthony Joshua offer in this then, Frank? What, what, do offer, what does he offer? He's got, he's got the belts that uh, Tyson never lost in the ring, gifted to him to fight Charles Martin. So that's what he's got, and that'd be great to unify him. And great for the British fans, because everyone, look, this is my opinion. Sometimes I've got people who have different opinions that AJ will beat him. Don't put your house on it. But they have that opinion. That's, this is my opinion. But the, f the fight at the end of the day is a fight we'd all love to see. Four belts on the line, never happened before. Two Brits fighting for it. It's huge, it's a huge fight. But I mean, in terms of Anthony Joshua, obviously his uh, commercial value and his sellout gates, it, that obviously has something to it as well, Frank. Of course it does, that's yeah. what I just said. I mean, what I'm, saying, I'm not denigrating his, his you know, I've said it, it's a, a, a massive fight. Everybody would like to see it. Takes two to tango, there's no doubt about that. But um, he's still damaged goods. But realistically... You know, he's not, listen, he's not... It'd be interesting to see what, what, what the numbers are. 
you know, if he was, see where he's fighting Pulin. Would he fill up Wembley with fighting Pulin now? I've got no idea. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But the fact of the matter is, Tyson's the number one. He's the number one guy. He's the guy that's fought the best. Fought the two heavyweights, two heavyweights he's fought. Went into their own backyards in Klitschko, 18 months before AJ fought him, and took Klitschko as the second longest reigning heavyweight champion of all time. Took him to school, and 18 months later, AJ fights him. That's a great fight to watch as, as a spectacle, up and down in that. But when you look at the performances, like what, you know, Tyson comes out about a mark on him. He's on the floor and having to get up, and, and it was 18 months after Tyson had done a job on him. And then he goes off to the stakes and gets robbed in the first fight and absolutely showed what those pillar fists can do in the second fight. Uh, just obviously going back to that night, I mean, a lot of credit has to go to um, Sugar Hill and Andy Lee because the tactics were job. absolutely great bang job. on. Yeah. But you knew it was. You know, when people said to me, well, who do you, you know, you've done an interview, do you? how do you see it's going to end? For me, it was always, always going to stop him. You did I, say I, that, yeah. I, I fancied him massively to stop him because... Because of styles and what what can he bring? What can he bring? You know, it's very easy to stop it. To, to, to say easy, I shouldn't say it's not that easy. But to, if your guy's relying on his big shots, which is what he relies on to win fights, because you look at most of his fights, that's what he's done. He's come from behind, being outboxed, and landed the big, and he nearly did it in the last round against Tyson in the first fight. But if you push him on his back foot and you keep him there behind that superb jab that he used. And using quite a, at the time, you know, nice long shots and pushing him back, pushing him back. He couldn't set himself. He caught Tyson with a couple of shots early on in the fight, but from then on, Tyson just broke him down and broke him down. That's what he did. Broke him down and, and stopped him. And the referee helped him a couple of times in that fight. Wilder, that is. Frank, any indication of um, the pay per view numbers for BT? No, not yet. Um, I understand they're, they're going to be quite good. What more do you want for 25 quid, eh, Frank? What more do you want? I mean, it's, it, it, was, it was fabulous, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just a fabulous night. And we, you know, we've broken up a bit of ground as well with a simulcast between ITV and BT. So there you go. Sky and all this nonsense that stops fights. You can easily get work together, make it work for the fans. That's what it's all about, make it work for the fans. Do you know how many people watch that on Saturday night? On I don't know what the race is. No. I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm just, you know, I only got in the office today, I'm not having a chance to look at any of it. Some very cleverly placed branding uh, around there as well. Well, you know, that's what, 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 yeah, what we're in it for, you know, to, to yeah. get a new audience and obviously to to help our, help uh, help that show. But, it, you know, it's it's great that we can do that and be innovative and, and drive it. It's all we, all we try to do all the time is to keep moving forward and come up with things to, for the betterment of, the, of our sport. And more importantly, so that the fighters can go and earn more money. We're only three days fresh from the fight, but Frank. But when do you kind of ideally like to know kind of what the situation is regarding whether this will definitely? I think I think it's going to have to. You know what? I'm sure, I think it's a given that he's going to um, invoke the. Rematch clause. I'm quite sure he'll do that. So we've got to just keep get working on it now and work very quickly between everybody to get it done and be sensible. Would you rather that happen in the summer rather than it, obviously it being pushed back, you said? You'd rather that happen kind of around that what, summer period? Tyson and 
Tyson and Wilder if it's going to happen in the third we'll fight. Get it out of the way. Yeah, get it out of the way. Get out of the way, just do it. Yeah, get it away as soon as possible. Yeah, get rid of that. It's interesting how three months ago that obviously, uh, say America, PBC, Al Heyman had had all the belts and within three months of locked and changing boxing as, as we all know. Had a belt. You know, you go back go back even last last summer. One fight was going to was going to conquer America. Did you say Al Hyman was there with with his guy? And along come the true the true man, you know, the, the lineal champion. What is a lineal champion? He's the guy who's still undefeated. That's who the lineal champion is. He's the guy that's just got another belt. He's the lineal champion because somebody said, "What's a lineal champion?" It's no such thing. It is. We all know who it is. And somebody borrowing their belts that he had to get, he vacated. But still fight the man. The man, he is the man. Tyson Fury. We saw uh, Tyson obviously arrive at Manchester Airport. Yeah. Uh, had to be police escorted out. Great. Because, uh, yeah, it was a, a massive turnout for him in Manchester, which he's, is always he's, expected. You know, he's, it's brilliant what he's done, how he's turned his life away. He said he made a, you know, made a comment, and it was really, you know, I, I thought about it afterwards. He talked about, you know, Two years ago, he said, we, we, we went on our podcast and everything. And he said that, you know, I've been good for him and he's been good for me. And that's a fact. It's really worked well for both of us. It's been fantastic. And I'm, and I'm sort of privileged to, to have been part of it, helping him achieve his dream and him obviously delivering in the ring. He's, he's, he's been, he's been it, it's a revelation what he's done. Well, once this has calmed down, obviously the, the show must go on. Yeah. Uh, as they say, Frank, and uh, sticking with the heavyweight theme. Um, yeah, not bad, is it? Not long to go to uh, the much anticipated yeah. fight between Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois. Yeah. Which is on April the 11th. So, yeah, all speaking It's going to be another that. fantastic night, isn't it? As everyone's got an opinion about that, which is great. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a great fight. Any more indication of who else could feature on that card, Frank? Um, Anthony Yard will, I'm quite sure, feature on it. Um, we've got a couple other fights uh, that we've put together. So that, I want to meet with um, Tundi on Thursday. We'll just sort out opponents. And then we'll make an announcement next year, with a, sorry, next year, next week, with a full card. Uh, Tommy Fury? May, may be on there as well. Um, any news regarding uh, Josh Taylor's fight in May? We're going to make an announcement tomorrow, um, but that will be on. Uh, we've got a date pl planned uh, first week of May, Scotland, so we'll make a formal announcement tomorrow. Seems like if it is one well, expecting that second of May, that's going to be very busy. There's a lot of boxing on that day. I don't know what else is on. What's that? What else is on? Well, that could be the day that. Um, Dylan White fights Povetkin, it could be the day that there's Canelo fights either Billy Joe or Callum Smith. Or well, Canelo, whoever he fights, that'll be, be in the morning, early yeah. hours in the morning. But as is on. And dates on. Well, it's good. It's good. Of course it is. I want, it's what we want to do. Well, you know, we're in the business of putting the big shows on, so it's, it's quite the big names. Um, are you expected to announce any more shows, kind of, for... Uh, yeah, I think possibly April, May, yeah, that time. Yeah. Uh, nothing else for 
Oh, we've got a small one at the York Hall show in April, which we'll be announcing. And uh, we obviously got to sort out. We've got a couple of others to do, including Carl Frampton as well. Um, Heaven was out in Vegas, actually, we spoke to him. So he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, waiting like the rest of us to. Yeah, we're waiting, waiting for a. Wait, we we'll say we're, we're just um, trying to get that over the line, so fingers crossed. Like I said, it looks like a busy kind of spring summer period for you. It is. It turned out nice again. That's good. We're really, really, uh, really pleased with it. It's, um, it's a great schedule that we've got lined up now with good quality fights and the top quality fighters. So, Frank, obviously, uh, you're taking this week off now after the exploits of No, I'm in the week. office. Yeah, I don't know. You might be having an easy day in the office. Really, how can you have an easy day in the office? The phone never stops. Are you sure? Easy day. Have you actually watched the watched the fight back, Frank? Right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. How many times? <laughs> I watched it a couple of times. You know, I just wanted to. You know, I like, I like, the, I like to see. You know, look and think. Could he have done any better? Anything else he could improve? It was a punch perfect performance. I know you made some comments. I saw on uh, boxing social regarding Donald Trump. He's obviously made an invitation to Tyson and also to Wilder to come to the, yeah. the White House. So is that going to be exercised? Well, I'm sure it will be. I mean, I'm sure Tyson would love to go there, and uh, why not? I want to see some, I want to see the UK do something for him. That's what we want to see. We want to see something. I mean, and that's early in the year, but he's got to be nailed on for the sports personality of the year. He's the only he's the only sportsman I think at the moment has got any personality. He says nailed on. We thought he was nailed on a few years ago. But... Yeah, well, you know, he 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 he, he, he um, still come. Was it third or fourth? All that controversy that's going on there, but I'm, you would think he's nailed on now. There were, I was in, when, when I was in the dressing room actually on Saturday, there were some of Trump's guys that come to see Tyson beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. That's yeah, all good stuff. I, I didn't, obviously, I saw some sort of loose images, shall we say, of some people that you were sitting next to. Loose? What's that mean, loose? Or just loose images. Well, you can take that how you want. But you were pictured with uh, the prince from Saudi Arabia, is that correct? I was sitting next to him, yeah. Okay. Any conversations going on there, Frank? Or? He's talking about the fight. Oh, right. He's a real good boxing fan. He, like, he, loves, and, he loves and knows his boxing. He knows what he's doing. He's talking about the fight. Prince Khalid, that was obviously was involved in the, heavily involved, obviously, with the, the Joshua Maurice fight. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very serious and serious people. Yeah, but he was, he was um, he's a... He's a big um, boxing fan. What, what, just talking about the fight, you weren't talking about anything else, about potentially doing anything. I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just talking about the fight, people. Oh, obviously, what else are you going to be talking about? We speak about what's in front of us, don't we? Yeah. Um, all right, Frank, thank you very much. Have you got anything else you'd like to add at all? No, I think that, that's it, Frank. That's right. it. I'd like to see you in the, the Saudi attire at some point, Frank. Do you think it could be the old, you know, the opening scenes from Lawrence of Arabia of me coming across that long scene from David McLean's film where he comes through the desert in the shimmering sun and then suddenly I'll appear and I say, only me. We look forward to it if and when that happens. Yeah, no, if and when. There's lots, lots of ifs and whens about lots of things, but um, we'll see. Frank Warren, thank you very much. And, thank uh, you, Hopefully mate. we'll catch up with you soon. Cheers.